0: Welcome to the Opposite Effect like Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Dustin Dato.
1: I am one of your co-hosts, Dave Worth.
0: And I used to hear about the doomsday clock, like, all the time.
1: Oh, yeah, no, I mean, you, you couldn't walk down the street.
0: Right, I mean, you remember... Someone would shout at you, the doomsday <laughs> clock. <laughs> well, I feel like when we were younger, we would hear about it a lot. Yeah, And sure. now that it's, like, relevant, yeah, I, w- I don't hear, like...
1: Shouldn't they constantly be updating that? I thing? I think it's relevant, but it's also at relative time at this point. Like it's sort of like you know those Dali paintings where the clock is melted. Yeah, and so like you think that's what it is. Yeah, it's it's sort of If you asked it, well, how many minutes to mid- midnight are we, Doomsday Clock? It would probably say flower. Because mm-hmm, it was like, <laughs> I'm just picturing like some poor. Some poor dude who keeps having to get, like,
0: up on a ladder every time. Like, as soon as he puts the ladder away, they're like, oh, no, it's a little bit close." I'm like, oh, come <laughs> do- on, guys.
1: The doomsday clock is measured in, like, those things that they used to do movie uh, movie times with. Like, that you need, like, a, one of those long <laughs> yeah. sticks. Yeah. Uh, poor
0: guy. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, that's all to say that we're probably going to be, you know... We're we're back we're back we to are, the like we're back. We're to back the, to the grind. Yeah.
1: The nuclear grind. Yeah. It could be anything. Like I do want I do want to put it out there, like we like to joke about how we're all gonna die in Bloody Blue and I mean even with uh Kim Jong un's uh, you know, limited number of nuclear warheads and probable lack of ability to miniaturize them, then New York probably, if he can, he probably would, right? Yeah. In a, in, a, in a shooting war. But that said, we'd probably be okay. A lot of Koreans wouldn't.
0: Yeah, no, that's true. But um, uh, it'd probably start some not good stuff.
1: It would start a whole bunch of not good stuff. and Like, there's also, like, the chance of spillover and what if Russia misreads our defensive fighter as offensive fighter and fires back. And yeah. All kinds of stuff could go wrong. You could overshoot, and then you're in a shooting war with China. Yay! Yeah, it's fine. Okay, okay. Um,
0: (laughs) So anyway, so let's get let's get into it. Let's welcome to 2018. By the way, hi. All right, (laughs) great (laughs) banter. Yeah. Okay. What do you say? 2018
1: already sucks. Yeah, it sucks large. (laughs) Like, 2018 is 2017 without our, us being able to joke about at least it's not 2016.
0: That's true. Um. Yeah, and this time last year, Barack Obama was president. Yeah. No, We're only going mean, to be able to say that for, like, another couple of weeks.
1: No, we, uh, we, We at least in 2017, we had 20 days where, bro- where <laughs> fucking Trump was not the president of the fucking United States of America.
0: All right, let's get into uh, Crazy Trump Tweet number one in no yes, particular order.
1: Yes, we have, as usual, our complement of three Crazy Trump Tweets. And um, just FYI, yeah, <laughs> these are all from yesterday. <laughs>
0: yes, they are. <laughs> Except for our honorable mention one, but we'll get there. Right,
1: right, right. I mean, it's technically not part of the three. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Crazy Trump Tweet number one. Since taking office, I've been very strict on commercial aviation. Good news! It was just reported there were zero deaths in 2017. The best and safest year on record. Tied. Sure. It's tied
0: with the the last, like, decade.
1: Of safety, sure, sure. Yeah,
0: of nobody dying from commercial aviation.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh... You... in the United States. I will say this. Mm-hmm. Trump has been very strict on commercial aviation. I remember all the meetings he's had. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he made it. This is definitely not the first time the words commercial and followed by the word aviation has come out of Donald Trump right. since his presidency. He was from go. He yeah. was like Barack Obama is missing some critical Opportunities to be strict on commercial aviation yeah. and really get the safety up.
0: He 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 has also succeeded in jaguar attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, Which he mentions frequently. Yeah. Um. Sharknadoes. Uh, there's been none. Uh, dildo storms. Nobody's been killed in a dildo storm.
1: No, though, I mean, it could be fun.
0: That's true. I mean, if you're going to go, that's actually the most embarrassing, conceivable way to go.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. So anyway. I'm so the point thinking is about it. Yeah. Now.
0: Uh, so the point is that um, he is very successful in taking credit for a thing that he literally had nothing to do with.
1: Yeah. Like uh, aside from a, patting a couple people on the back and saying "keep up the good work," I'm sure. Yeah. Like that, if that. But because um, he wanted to like privatize. He wants to privatize. Yeah. He wanted the, to privatize uh, the air traffic controllers. He wanted uh, like, and that being. A bad right. a bad, a bad idea.
0: Which is essentially him saying, like, hey, because nobody listened to me,
1: mm-hmm.
0: there was no commercial. Okay. Uh, uh, and as I was saying before we got on the air, like, I really wish we could get a list of, like, what things people feel like they would give credit for or give blame for, so that when things go bad or, or good, we can go, like, right. okay, this is his bad now. Right. Um, because I don't think anybody would have, like... Considered commercial aviation to be like, I mean, oh, thank God he's, he's here.
1: really tempting, like, six airliners to fly into each other. Yeah. You know, like, Because, I mean,
0: right now, given that he tied the record yeah. for least number of commercial aviation deaths, um, if one, one flight goes down, yeah, then he's, like, the worst president's ever been, according to his argument. It's true. It's true. Um, uh, you want to move on to number two? Uh, now, keep in mind that um, that tweet was at, uh, I believe, 6. 6.13 f-
1: in the morning. Right.
0: And that was tweet number six of, of the, the day. day.
1: <laughs> so here's, uh, here's his uh, next, crazy tw- next crazy tweet of that day. Right. And I just want to remind everyone before you read this,
0: that this tweet uh, was sent out by the leader of the free world. Right.
1: I will be announcing, and then this next part is all caps, the most dishonest and corrupt media awards of the year, and then the caps ends, Mm -hmm. on Monday at 5 colon 00 (laughs) o'clock, so at 5 o'clock o'clock, Yeah. subjects will cover dishonesty and bad reporting in various categories from the fake news media. Stay tuned. I definitely will. Yes. Um... Doesn't he isn't Puerto Rico without power for like half the island still? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah and
0: I mean the US Virgin Islands are pretty much in a very similar situation.
1: I feel like the opioid crisis might need
0: Oh yeah. No, uh, that's that's in a bad
1: that's a bad way as well. Uh there's uh there's something called a bomb cyclone coming from New York yep. this weekend. Yeah. Um uh, It's a weather for- formation of some sort, but we're gonna get bomb cycloned. I feel like maybe Don't do your paper mache award ceremony (laughs) on the media.
0: uh, I mean, there's also uh, all the DACA people. Sure, sure. uh, There's a government shutdown. Looming. looming.
1: Um, There's some shit going on, I guess, is is the point. Sure, sure. I mean, they're shutting down the incredibly corrupt uh, witch hunt against him. Why is he spending time on this when there's a witch hunt? Right. He's not acting like a hunted witch.
0: I mean, that being said, like I'm looking forward to it.
1: Oh yeah, no, I'm gonna. What medium is it gonna be in? Is it gonna be on like Facebook? Is it gonna be just on tw- in tweets?
0: Yeah, I. Here's what I here's what I hope he does. Please. I hope he spends roughly five million dollars on a on like a high level broadcast production. Sure. And does it via the whole like I'm the president, I can.
1: Yeah, I can just break into break into TV. Yeah, yeah.
0: And then just have the Republicans, just have everybody cluckily turn their Republicans and go, like, so you're still good with this? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, you're on board? Um, Because,
1: yeah, I mean, like,
0: because if that were my crazy uncle, I'd bring him to the hospital. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. He's still, is he still in Florida? He's back now. No, he's back now. He's back.
0: Even though he got back to work. Seven days ago. Oh, sure. Obviously.
1: You know. While uh, in While Florida. playing golf every day. Somebody p- pointed out yesterday, this is Trump on 10 days of rest. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, it took a lot of work to get 16 tweets in one day. Oh, my God. Speaking of tweets, here's his third crazy yeah,
0: one. I, uh, I just, again, want to point yeah. out, because for some reason I'm obsessed with it. That was
1: f- 449. 4.49 p.m. Yeah. And this next one came at 5.05 p.m. Yeah. Six minutes later. Fresh off the... I'm doing an award show. I'm doing an award show about uh, the the media. Yeah, I have to tell everybody about that. Yeah, yeah. And then... What else do I need to talk about? Uh, uh, Oh, right. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un just stated that the, quote, nuclear button is on his desk at all times, end quote. Will someone from his depleted and food-starved regime please inform him that I too have a nuclear button, but it is much bigger and more power. It is a much bigger and more powerful one than his, and my button works.
0: Potentially, one could infer that he's talking about penises.
1: What I mean. No. Uh,
0: at the press conference today, someone asked Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Don't you think that that is a little um, immature or whatever right. you want to call it? And her response was, It's not, it's just factually accurate. He does have a bigger button. To <laughs> which the person who had posted that, I believe it was uh, Rebecca Berg. Yeah. Uh, no, um, Nikki Haley, not Nikki Haley. Um, Haley Jackson. Haley Jackson. Yeah, just wrote like there is no button. Yeah, because could... there is no button. He does not factually have a bigger button no. because there is no button.
1: The only button that's on his desk is the one that brings him a diet coke. Right. Like the, the you you can't operate the machinery of a nuclear <laughs> launch. With a big red button, you yeah. need to tell the missiles where they're going yes Kim jong-un also does not have a button on his desk it's not this is a metaphorical button right situation um now that being said, I got
0: something called the, the logitech pop oh uh, which you push the button and it turns the lights on and off in the uh, living room yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so in theory, I guess you could probably extrapolate but
1: sure I don't sure. think
0: they, I don't think that's what they do
1: um no, I, I mean, like if he wants to launch a nuclear weapon, I assume at some point he will press a button and that button will connect him to his secretary. And right, he like, will say, send the
0: guy in with Send a- the
1: guy in with the thing that I'm going to do the death with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I also like the question that Huckabee Sanders got today about you guys have said that Kim Jong un is not stable. Does this seem wise? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Is it a good idea to taunt him? I'm like, well, it's not taunting
0: if it's you know if it's defending the people of the United States. And it's like
1: it, it didn't. This didn't offend us. This made us very scared and upset. Yeah. Like, this is just the maliciousness of a fucking egomaniac just being like, I can make people think about me all the time. I can yeah. I can say stupid shit and they all have to pay attention.
0: Right. And the thing,
1: like, the thing
0: about Americans is um, Kim Jong un s- says dumb stuff all the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We don't speak Korean. Right. We don't follow him on Twitter. No. I don't know that he is on Twitter.
1: I don't believe he is.
0: Um, we don't follow him on social media. He could say batshit crazy stuff
1: mm-hmm.
0: all the time,
1: we wouldn't know about it. Right, I mean, like... For the most part. Like, I, I, his speech with the button in it was reported on, you know, but... Right, but I mean, essentially we're
0: giving him... We're amplifying his message, and especially when Trump does that. Sure. He's amplifying the message that much more. Like, sure. We weren't shaking in our boots because he was saying...
1: I have an Yeah, I mean, like... Yeah. Well, it's also, like, the reason to me that Trump is a lot scarier than Kim Jong-un isn't just that Kim Jong-un... um uh, has a limited number of nukes, somewhere between 20 and 60, and mm. either he has a uh, miniaturized one to put on an ICBM, or he will soon, and either he has uh, ICBMs that can hit Chicago, or he has ICBMs that can hit New York, and if he doesn't yet, he will soon. Whatever. Um, uh, he has Kim Jong-un has relatively unproven technology and relatively... Um, nascent technology, but that's not why he doesn't scare me in the mm. same way that Trump does. Kim Jong-un comes at uh, after a long line of people who have run North Korea who are terrifying weirdos, mm. you know? Uh, for, for years, this has been the case. This is just the resting state of North Korea. When it does this, you just are like, yeah, I'm used to this. What I'm not used to <laughs> is this horse shit from the president well the, it's a little bit different
0: only because north korea could bluster for up in up until now mm-hmm. north korea could say whatever they want they could say we're going to destroy american blah blah yeah. blah and then we could basically say like your planes won't get in the air before we yeah. shoot them down
1: i mean uh but but the conditions of a conventional war, war were still known to be horrific oh like, yeah no it, i i
0: agree but like um, but I think, uh, I don't think that, knowing that it's basically a suicide mm-hmm. pact from North Korea, like, I don't think they would have done it unless they could do the I, I don't know. The point is, it is scary. It is horrifying. I agree with you that it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right, um, we but, don't like the president. Yeah. Uh, and then we have our honorable mention tweet. You know, we all rang in the new year in our own way. Um I came to your house, Dustin, and I yeah. went to your party, and it mm-hmm. was very nice. Thank
0: you. Um, I had the normal collection of chips and bad food.
1: Yeah, no, it was great. Yeah. And I drank a lot of alcohol mm-hmm. and uh, then went home on the subway, and it was very cold. Um, and this is how Donald Trump rang in the new year. hmm As our country rapidly grows stronger and smarter, I want to wish all my friends, supporters, enemies, haters, and even the very dishonest fake news media a happy, healthy new year. 2018 will be a great year for America.
0: I'm like 95% sure that he finished that and was like, aren't I a great person? (laughs) Not only did I thank my friends, but I think my enemies, the haters, Yeah. They're incredibly dishonest fake news media? Yeah. Like, I'm a giver. Yeah, I, am, I really am. I'm a good fucking no person. No one has
1: given as much as me.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, bring in something I can fuck. <laughs> and preferably something I can fuck while eating it. Yeah. I, um... Donald Trump has fucked something he was eating. Probably. Yeah.
0: Um... Somewhere... Um the word presidential is in a dictionary right and i wonder if like if the dictionary is like are we going to have to rewrite what this is i mean i'm assuming the definition is like actions that represent
1: the, the president yeah yeah
0: but um but that's not it's still not true anymore <laughs> you know it's this is like i think if a if a if a 12 year old got to be president yeah that's what these actions are
1: Here's what I think, presuming Mm -hmm. that we don't actually have a nuclear exchange during Donald Trump's presidency Mm -hmm. and uh, that it ends in its first term or before, I think for about six months after his presidency, everyone is just going to be a puddle of goo, just like Mm -hmm. the most (laughs) relaxed they've ever been, the most unwound they've ever been. Yeah probably will help that most states will immediately legalize marijuana. Yeah. Then uh, for about uh, two and a half years or so until the next election starts to heat up, no one's going to talk about it at all. It's going to be like that very embarrassing ex you had.
0: Yeah. And then then there'll be that like, guys, ne- never, never, never do that again. Do that again. I, I wonder if this is going to be like when they, when they write the history books. If it's gonna be, it, it can either be like this was the most fascinating crazy time that's ever been, mm-hmm. or like, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, like there's just you know, like you know, uh, two thousand like seventeen, yeah.
1: two like it, it's yeah, fine. It's fine. Just, it's fine. fine. Nothing, nothing actually happened. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I All right.
0: Know. So let's get into. Uh, this week in smoke. Yeah. Because there is... And it, this is one of those ones where we want to apologize in advance because uh, I think there's a good chance, given how quickly things have been coming out,
1: yeah. that there's a good chance this that we will be... We're like, going to be very, very wrong by the time we... <laughs> post this in like an hour. It, yeah. Like, we're just going to have heard that, I don't know, Bob Mueller ate somebody or something. Anyway, um, so... Uh, it was an intro. It's been a couple weeks since we wrapped at you guys because there were some holidays in there, um, and not very much happened. Uh, and I I was still thinking up until about December thirty first, he's gonna fire Mueller and yeah. uh, Kushner's going to jail. Neither Which happened. Which
0: all the stories have basically been like saying that like his attorneys are like, no, nah, it's fine. Mueller's like Mueller's. It's practically done, He's and everybody knows the lawyers.
1: Like the lawyers know that that's not yeah, true. Not. They're just, just swarming the zone. Yeah. Um. Uh, so anyway, everybody came back. We you know had our holiday parties, whatever. We had our New Year's parties, whatever. And then um, uh, it's Wednesday. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> and New Year's was Monday. Mm. Hmm. So nothing happened New Year's Day, which means. Everything happened yesterday yep. <laughs> and today. Uh, so, like, you know, Monday evening rolls around, and I'm getting ready for the work week, and I'm like, oh, I got a podcast record on Wednesday. Not much has happened because of the holidays. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if we'll have much to talk. What the hell? <laughs> um, well, that was my impression of me yesterday. Uh, so here we- here it is. Uh, Bob Mueller reportedly investigating whether the RNC and Trump campaign's data ar- operation, which was headed by... Uh, one Jared Kushner, Mm -hmm. had anything to do with the Russian data operation uh, that assaulted the American election because, spoiler, it did. Yeah. (laughs) It almost certainly did. Um, We know that uh, for a number of reasons, and we know that uh, the Russians were definitely behind the hack. In part, we know that because a Russian hacker, currently in a Russian prison, gave an interview to a Russian uh, opposition newspaper... Uh, and said he was the one who hacked the DNC on the orders of the Kremlin, and he says you can find the proof in the hack itself. I left my passport and visa number in there.
0: <laughs> that's kind of awesome. Yeah, um, yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I, w- I was uh, before the break because they were talking about this a little bit actually before it came out like more fully. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Al had a-, a thing about it. And basically, like, the way she was talking about it, although I think it was uh, Joy, whatever her name is. Um,
1: Joy Bear. Uh, Joy.
0: I always want to say Joy Bear, but it's not. Uh, it's the... Joy uh, Reed? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Because, uh, like, one of the things that I had not realized is, you know, we focused on the Hillary Clinton email part of it, the right. John Podesta email part of it. But there was a bunch of stuff that actually came out that we just kind of fucking ignored right you know and one of the things was about a congressional race in florida Mm -hmm. and in that particular race um the dnc had done opposition research for its own candidate to see like what they were going to do to attack that candidate right and discovered a bunch of stuff there was you know things to pick on sure uh so when the hack happened the opponent um got that information. Mysterious. Yeah. Um, which, um, the DNC basically was like, hey, um, that comes from the Russians. You know it comes from the Russians. Mm-hmm. Like, can you not, right. not use that? Uh, and, they were like, no, fuck you, we're going to use it. What are you, what are you crazy? Mm-hmm. And the Republicans won. All right. But the thing was, um, a lot, of, there There was a lot of that, like, Russian trolling mm-hmm. That was uh, particularly hitting those people in that community in that kind of way, right. and the sort of the argument is like, well, how would they know who to hit in what way, like if they're not tied in some way? I mean, they could right. they could have done all of the math there, but the, like the big thing is like the the, the reason where it makes sense for me that they're choking into the RNC is because um, it was super the, the people who were targeted were hyper-targeted. Mm-hmm. And there's virtually, seemingly, no way that um, that the Russians could have known to, to hyper-target those particular counties in that particular way. Um, but the truth is, there's really no way Trump right. could have known it, that either. Well,
1: I mean, I, I, I guess I'd push back on both those things a little bit. Like, I knew what were likely battleground states, right? And I could, mm. I, if I really wanted to invest the time, like, the county-level data's there. It's all publicly available. You can mm. find it on on online. Um, I think, you know, the Russia stuff, to me, is not necessarily um, the story of a suc- of a successful attack against us. It's the story of... A venal group of people who are too stupid to know not to do something like this. Mm. Um, uh, namely the Trumps. Um, and too stupid not to know that if you involve yourself in this, you're going to owe some people some stuff and never be able to talk about it.
0: Yes. But I think if, you know, like the, I think it was like New York Magazine had mm. an article today where basically, like, it talked about how, like, from people inside that, like, they never thought they were going to win in a million years. Yeah, of course. So the assumption was, like, okay, no one will ever investigate this. Right. We'll be fine. Right. Like, you know, as long as we don't win this thing, it's, <laughs> it's, right. It's win win for us because now we become like the leaders of the opposition.
1: Right. But there were multiple, but uh, I mean, every, uh, every, group that's as large as a campaign and every group that's as large as a disinfo campaign has its factions. Mm. Like, I'm sure the Don Jr. faction of that wing, which was apparently hooked up with the Manafort faction of that wing, wanted to win and thought they could win and was dumb enough, as we've seen, to have meetings in fucking Trump Tower with these people. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure I'm sure that Donald Trump Sr. is too dumb and incurious to know what any of this means until it's very clearly explained to him.
0: Yes, I, I agree with I agree with all that, but I do think that like um, I do think that 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 Trump, I, I think the 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 deepness in which Trump got mm-hmm. himself only would have. Only, even even he, as stupid as he is, he only would have gotten himself into if he either had to because he was blackmailed into a corner, sure, uh, or B assumed that he was going to lose, so figured how bad can it be? Because he spent so much time with the locker up thing, right? Which was like a get out of jail free card because now you can investigate him, right? You know, if you started investigating him after this whole thing was done, then you look just as bad because you rallied against that. Right. So, I, I don't know. Let,
1: let's move on because we
0: could Yeah, no, I mean, like,
1: I, I, I take your point. I don't, I guess my, my point is, like, I don't see Kushner um, as, as a smart person. And I don't see Kushner's data team as particularly talented. Mm-hmm. I think if there was coordination, the help came from the other direction from from Russia. Okay. Like I I don't I don't think that Russia needed Kushner's information about who to target. Okay. Um but anyway, speaking of the Russian investigation, uh he said segueing within <laughs> within the umbrella of the thing we're already in. Um a lot of a lot of uh, speculation has been that the investigation got kickstarted by the Steele dossier, mm. uh, which you'll remember back in the day. Um, well, well, let me rephrase yeah. that.
0: Let me for you push. or whatever. That's the narrative that they've been trying to they've push. Been
1: pushing that. Uh, uh, Republican surrogates have been pushing that,
0: right? Charge. Because if you look at like the actual like timelines in any way. That falls apart relatively fast, but right. continue
1: well, and also like there's a reason to push it. The steel dossier is it, it contains some unverified and probably unverifiable information. It is not a government document it's um something that people are going to meet with skepticism naturally. It was published by BuzzFeed of all things it's it's right. not it's not coming at you reputable like right
0: if I can prove any part of it false, then no, I could say any. that the whole thing is.
1: Like um, so far, they've proven none of it false, but you know whatever yeah. um uh, I, I
0: think there's been like a couple of things where like maybe that guy was in town, maybe he wasn't, you know, but you know whatever
1: uh, they've proven a lot more of it to be true, but the point is, um that's a convenient canard, but it's actually not the case. The steel dossier was not the source of the Russian investigation. How do we know this? We know this because people with knowledge of uh the investigation. I went to the Times this week and told them, "Hey, remember that guy George Papadopoulos? Mm-hmm. You know, the guy who's, gonna, who's working with Mueller now, who uh, copped a line to the FBI and is now flipped. He was the thing that kicked off the investigation. Well, Be- technically, the Australians were the thing that kicked off, like- right? Uh, because Papadopoulos had a meeting in London mm-hmm. with an Australian diplomat. You know, you, you apparently you do this when you're running uh, the foreign policy for a campaign. You go around you. Lad-hand people, and they feel you out; you feel them out. So he meets with foreign, uh, is uh, Australian do- diplomat. Australia, you may know, is one of the country is one of the five five, five eyes countries, mm-hmm. um, which have a, a robust uh, information sharing uh, policy. It's Australia, uh, the United States, Great Britain, I believe, New Zealand, um, and Canada. Right. I believe the
0: rule is that like they're all information essentially needs yes. to be shared
1: every everything goes back and forth. I'm sure there are exceptions but yeah. um, uh, we know what they know. So this Australian diplomat sits down with Pop and they're chatting away and pop gets a little drinky drink on and uh, informs this Australian diplomat that the Russians have a great deal of dirt on Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. And the Australian diplomat is like, okay, sure thing guy, you're 22. Um, I yeah. don't know how old Papadopoulos is. And Older than that, I think. Pats him on the back and he yeah. walks away. And then July rolls around, mm-hmm. <laughs> and all this stuff starts coming up. Um, and you know who doesn't go to the FBI? Papadopoulos. Yeah, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. And nobody in the campaign that he talked to about his information goes to the mm-hmm. FBI. The Australians do. Yeah. The Australians give the FBI a call and they're like, "Hey, you might be one." I want to set up on this Papadopoulos guy because seems like he knew this was coming. Yeah, and Fusion
0: GPS in their like thing where they were talking about, like, hey, maybe we release a transcript that we yeah. like uh, that we had with the uh, intel committees. Yeah, um, basically said like there was a guy on the inside, and they ultimately were like, well, we were talking about Papadopoulos. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, they had mentioned that like part of it was that there was somebody who was. Working with the FBI
1: right uh, um, yeah fusion uh, uh to to just clarify the narrative fusion the yesterday put out a, a who and fusion is the group that com- commissioned the Steele dossier they're former journalists who now work in opPO they put out a an op ed in the New York Times uh saying essentially that the uh certainly the House Intel Committee is a joke yeah uh, that the House mm-hmm. Intel Committee has done. has followed up uh, on very little of the stuff you would naturally follow up on from the Steele dossier or from our testimony when we have come in and given it, uh, but has instead harassed us at every turn. Mm. Um, So they published that uh, uh, op-ed, but they also include the information that uh, the Steele dossier... Uh, as uh, confirmed by the times was not the source of the russian investigation the steel dossier confirmed multiple things that uh investigators were being told by multiple pl- from multiple places mm. including within the trump campaign
0: right and uh, as, and yeah thank you for the recap um or the update or whatever you want to call it um i want to call it
1: a sexy dance
0: okay thank you for the sexy dance you're very welcome uh <laughs> So in it, they alluded to somebody working within the Trump campaign in 2016. Yes. And there was a little bit of a buzz of like, well, who, who, who is it? Who's the rat? Who's the guy who was like... Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess supposedly today they came out and they're like, well, we were referring to Papadopoulos. Mm-hmm. But then that would imply, the way that they were phrasing it, that... Um, as of twenty sixteen, Papadopoulos was like they went to him and said like, "Hey, buddy." Uh, yeah, I mean, you don't. What's going on there?
1: Uh, you don't know. Like, how you don't? You sort of imagine when they say like, including a source was in the campaign that the source is like meeting them in like a darkened alley and handing them like you know Manila envelopes and then like eating you know, their own watch or whatever. I don't know why they eat their watch, but they always do. Um, they don't do that. I don't... Yeah. What a stupid thing to say. Anyway, the point is, it doesn't have to be like that. Papadopoulos was Australia's source, and he did it accidentally. These guys could have just set up on Papadopoulos and been like, let's buy him a drink and see what he says.
0: I mean, additionally, they could have rounded him up, too. I mean, right. we don't know, like... Well, it, no,
1: we know when Papadopoulos was arrested.
0: We know when Papadopoulos was officially arrested.
1: Yeah, he was, but I mean, like he was arrested, arrested at that point. Like yeah. you can't keep that secret for too long.
0: I bet you could. Eh,
1: maybe. Look, I don't think Papadopoulos was, an, uh, was a was a campaign operative at the same time he was a uh, uh, campaign operative or, or a, 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 a Mueller operative but it's... I, I I don't know. I, I mean,
0: my my assumption is that he is very flippable.
1: Yeah. Oh, sure, sure, sure.
0: I mean, obviously, they, but he, they have. Yeah. So the question is, like, if you know that this is the case mm-hmm. and you go and get more information mm-hmm. from him, it is very conceivable that he immediately folds mm-hmm. and goes, what do you need me to do? I want to get out of this. And then whoever he's working with with the mm-hmm. FBI is just like, you and, like...
1: Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Don't ever
0: say anything about this. We'll figure it out. You're an informant for us. And then eventually down the line, mm-hmm. Mueller says, Okay, here's your deal.
1: Right. I think the the time that he lied to the FBI though would be well past anything like that. Conceivably. So I don't know. I don't I know how the timeline works out. But like it's uh it's interesting. Um yeah. regardless, Fusion's really pissed off. Uh, and is calling hipsy out on the co- on the carpet which is fun and papadopoulos is um still hanging out with bob Mueller, and that's fun and you we'll know, see we'll see um it's going to be such a good movie speaking if of if you don't die in a fire yeah uh, speaking of fun and fire um michael wolf widely considered a very bad journalist mm-hmm. <laughs> um has a new book coming out called "Fire and Fury" about the campaign for presidency in uh, Donald Trump's first year, and um, in it, he interviews a lot of people, including Steve Bannon. Uh, the uh, an advanced copy of the book has leaked, and before I tell you about all that other things, every, all the things that were in it, while I said Michael Wolff is a bad journalist, no one has yet said none Evil. of this happened. Yeah. <laughs> so Steve Bannon um, referred to the 2016 Trump Tower meeting between uh Kushner, Manafort, um, Don Jr., and every Russian operative in on the Eastern Seaboard of New York. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, Bannon calls that meeting, quote, unpatriotic, quote, treasonous, uh, that they should have it says that they should have called the FBI immediately when approached and said Uh, Quote, they're going to crack Don Jr. like an egg on national TV. The chance that Don Jr. did not walk these Jumos, I don't know what a Jumo is, um, but I assume it's something anti-Semitic, up to his father's office on on the 26th floor is zero. Now, Trump has an opening here. Trump can say... This is obviously not true. this It's obvious that Steve would never say that, or if he did, something's very wrong. Bannon worked for me for a long time. We're good friends. I'm sure this is just a misunderstanding. He went with... He went with... <laughs> Steve he, Bannon <laughs> has nothing to do with me or my presidency. When he was fired, he not only lost his job, he lost his mind. Mm-hmm.
0: So just to be clear, I know all the best people. Yeah. Uh, My campaign manager um, was a money launderer who's going to go to jail.
1: Sure, sure. Uh,
0: My chief strategist, who was on the National Security Council, um, is crazy. Yep. Um,
1: My, uh, who else? Um, Well, my personal um, uh, uh, advisor had to be hauled out of the building.
0: Yeah, Uh, my national security advisor um, was working with foreign governments.
1: Yeah, yeah. Another national security advisor um, has uh, significant ties to uh, Hungarian neo-Nazi groups.
0: Yeah, but otherwise, best people. Best people. So, yeah. Um, (laughs) And it's one of those things where, like, it's interesting because you don't know where you want to side. Because, like, Steve Bannon is...
1: The literal worst. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: So you don't want to be like, yeah, go Steve Bannon. But like, you don't.
1: I don't want to be agreeing with him.
0: Right. But you also like want what he's saying to be true.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, what he's saying is true was unpatriotic and treason, and they should have gone to the FBI. That's just like all that says is that Steve Bannon is a relatively plugged in person who, you know, spends a lot of time in media spheres and can think, right? Mm. Uh, he's also a person who wants to burn everything and create chaos wherever he goes. So like too long and he's going to start getting itchy fingers.
0: Yeah. Um, I think Roger, or not Roger, uh, Rupert Murdoch also Mm -hmm. called Trump a, a fucking idiot. Oh, sure. Sure. So
1: that's fun. That is fun. um, and the last thing in smoke this week. Uh, it just happened it, the, as we went on the air. We don't know what it means, but right. um, but we're gonna
0: speculate. We're as gonna fuck.
1: speculate <laughs> wildly, and we invite you on this trip with us down uh, probably wrong lane. Yeah. Um. So as we were, uh, uh, as I was stuck on first the seven train, then the N train, and then the A train in an effort to get here that was ultimately successful, if half an hour late. Um. I was getting uh, Twitter updates that uh, a a meeting was suddenly happening between Paul Ryan and um, uh, Chris Ray, who's the head of the FBI, and Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein.
0: At at the request of Rod Rosenstein.
1: At the request of Rod Rosenstein. Um, The single source that we've seen who is willing to speculate uh, about what this meeting is uh, more broadly than just the Russia stuff, because everybody agrees it's the about Russia. the Russia stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, it was closed door meeting. Uh, everybody was very serious. Nobody took any questions afterwards. But uh, the uh, Maddow had a source who said it was specifically about one Devin Nunes. Yep. And uh, what that guy was up to, and that is all Dustin and I need. To He's put like, Devin <laughs> Nunes in jail for the rest of his life. Yes. Um, in our
0: minds. Because uh, he has been, um, as, as all the minority members of the investigation have been basically saying, is, like he has been blocking
1: really Everything.
0: every attempt to do a subpoena for fucking anyone. Mm-hmm. Any attempt to like really question anyone of any meaningful value. But he has been saying, like, hey, we really need to subpoena all those FBI guys.
1: Well, also he the, is technically like, recused.
0: He is he stepped aside, right? Uh, while they investigated him, uh, while there was an ethics investigation into him, he has passed the ethics investigation.
1: That's always, it's always it's all that's how they get you their their creepy little ethics.
0: Yeah, so he feels like well, I'm vindicated now. I can do whatever I want.
1: Yeah, is off the chain.
0: <laughs> so, uh, seemingly our speculation. Is that Rod Rosenstein and Chris Ray were like, um, dude, uh, your boys wrapped up in some shit, yeah. and maybe, like, maybe you want to, maybe you want to tell him to like officially back off because when this whole story ends, it's not going to be like great for him.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, there's any number of things it could be about. You have to imagine that for, you know, these guys to come and and hold an in-person meeting. This can't be done on the phone. This can't be done via email. Um, it's important. I mean, I can imagine any number of reasons that the FBI would want to meet with, you know, the, the leader of the, the House. But at the same time if it was like an issue of national security or a threat to the house or something else, they'd meet with everybody. Or if it was an issue of like something that the Congress needs to cover, like the congressional leadership as a whole would be there. Um, there's not a lot of reasons to go to just Paul Ryan. Unless it's about Paul Ryan or about one of Paul Ryan's employees. Yes. Um,
0: and to bring, like, specifically to bring Christopher Ray there is more likely than not a, like, and here is the proof of the thing that I am telling you. Right. You know? Uh, so we'll see what happens there. My theory is that uh, within the next 48 hours, we'll know whether or not he is involved in the Russian investigation in any way. Right. Um, my additional theory is that if he is no longer involved in the resti- Russian investigation, in any way, in the next 48 hours, then some real shit's going to happen. Yeah. Then all of the things that we've been being like, oh, it, it's, it's going down, like, are going to be true. Right. So, I don't know. Find out. Maybe we'll know in 48 hours whether or, not, whether or not it's all real. We'll see.
1: And so keep that on, uh, on, on, in, in the back of your mind. So that's this week in smoke, that's and now we can finally get into one of the topics. Uh, uh, well, we got this week in Trump's going to kill us all. Yeah. Um, in so many ways. There are so, so many, many ways, ways he's going to go. us, us Yeah. Uh, so uh, first and foremost, he, like we said, he's continuing to tweet about North Korea after, like, it calmed down. It got calm over the holiday. Nobody yeah. let, it, let any candles off or, like, said anything. Um, and after so- South Korea and North Korea agreed to hold talks... Um, they've uh, established a line of communication. Uh, Kim seems to be focusing on the Olympics, which it's very, uh, watching Kim Jong-un play this very bad hand he's been dealt as if he's got an inside flush is really interesting because Mm. either... He's a very natural like sociopath dictator mm. or there's somebody very good at this whole helping him out mm. because he's got, yeah, he's got total leverage. The Olympics are happening like 20 miles from him. He can ruin them. Yeah. He can kill a lot of people and do a lot of terrible stuff during them. He can kidnap like athletes if he wants, like any number of things. So yeah, deal with me now. Good, good move, Kim. And, but from that perspective, in that same way that
0: like, if somebody's like somebody's gonna kill themselves, they're not gonna go to the bank and take out money earlier in the day. Right. Like you know that like, oh, if that person did that, right. they you know. So I would say in that same vein, if you are negotiating with South Korea about getting athletes into sure. the Olympics and trying to work that out, you're not also gonna nuke the United States.
1: Probably not. Um, but uh you know, y- One of the major goals of North Korean policy, and one of the reasons they love Trump and love what he's doing, it's thought, is to drive a wedge between the United States and South Korea. Mm. So when Trump's like, I believe South Korea should pay for our defense, South Korea's like, what's China talking about? You know, like, yeah. unlikely to come to fruition there, but, like, South Korea... You know, South Korea can find regional partners Mm -hmm. um, or at least people who are willing to talk to them, including North Korea. And I don't think South Korea is ever going to be like, we are friends with the North. No. But the more distance, the more air uh, Kim can put between South Korea and America, the more room he has to operate, the more he can extract from south korea the more he can start making unilateral deals with with the south that don't run through washington uh south korea is much more willing to deal on things like all right you don't have to denuclearize you know why because you can destroy us with conventional warheads anyway right um so like yeah we'll cut a deal with you where you don't denuclearize where you get icbms where you're you know where where you build nuclear facilities we'll give you money for it just please stop killing us you know or or threatening us or whatever you know make everybody makes a concession but it's a bad concession for the united states it's a bad concession for uh uh, uh, denuclearization in general uh stuff like that and that is what trump has allowed that uh, trump's bluster and horseshit is responsible for this
0: the um i was thinking about it earlier when um part of the reason that uh that Trump got elected is because everybody felt like Congress was ineffective. You know, like we had all these representatives that weren't able to really get anything done. And I was thinking about it and I was like, yeah, um, that's true. But there's literally nothing Trump can do about it because it's a natural byproduct of the way our government is set up.
1: Our government's, our government was, our our constitution was created to, inhibit fast movement
0: yeah and it it was it was created to to force compromise because it it made a situation where like hopefully if you were doing it right people had to come together with sort of like the best possible idea
1: right you had to build coalitions to pass law you had to you know, which means that you had to give the, give to get and all that. Yeah, stuff.
0: yeah. And we've we've moved away from that a little bit. We've gotten a little bit more partisan. But the reason I the reason I bring it up is because like between that and all this talk of like the deep state that mm-hmm. you're getting from people, it's like you want to be able to explain to people like no, people have tried every form of like getting things done. Mm-hmm. It's done this way because this is the way that like works. You know, like, um, the reason diplomacy goes a certain way is because we've tried the other options, right. The other options have failed miserably, you know, like when people talk about like, um, you know, like caring about other countries versus just isolationism, uh, like globalism, I guess it is versus isolationism. Like the reason we have globalism is because without it, world wars happen, right? You know, so it's like, it, what he's doing isn't novel. It's not like, oh, nobody's ever tried that before. It's like, no, we have tried that before. We know where that eventually leads. You don't, because you're only paying attention to the five minutes, you know, of, of things in front of your face. Right. But like, we've seen the long tail on this. When countries are economically tied to each other, they don't bomb each other. Right. So, Yeah. You know what? Maybe we throw a couple of billion dollars at countries that aren't helping us a ton, but if it keeps us out of a trillion-dollar war,
1: money well spent. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, Trump's foreign policy is nightmarish and and terrible. All presidents are bad at it. You know, it, it never goes well. But like his is, it's just lunacy and.
0: I mean, foreign policy is inherently sand moving under your your feet, you know? Like, as soon as you make country one happy, you're pissing off country two. Right. So when you compromise with country two, then
1: country one gets mad again. Like, there's... Well, there's that, but there's also, like, very few presidents get the power of the presidency and are like, I will only use this well, you know? Like, Mm. the... the, the, Where like the uh, the the great men neurosis meets um, the ability to destroy and and uh, topple, Mm. you know, gets you into situations like Iraq and Libya and uh, Afghanistan and Vietnam and Korea. Um, People start to justify why they're doing this stuff in weird ways.
0: You want to move on because we're, yeah, sure, why not? Very deep into uh, what we're supposed to be doing.
1: That was hilarious, what I was saying, anyway. (laughs) Um, hey, it's real cold, yeah, yeah, and and apparently, um, that means that there's no global warming. Yeah, Trump tweeted that we could use some of it, though.
0: Yeah, this is one of those things where, like, and I saw an interview with Anthony Scaramucci, where the mooch, (laughs) yeah, uh, which he explained that, like, um, he's found out that people start using. Like, 11 days. They've started calling 11. Because I, I think it's 11 days that he was Oh, yeah, yeah. There, um, as, like, a standard of time.
1: Oh, yeah. No, it's one mooch.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh Which, oh, that was awesome. But, like, he was basically arguing that, like, Trump is, like, aware of, like, you know, global warming or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, because Um And he has to be. Because, like, if you've made it this far... In, like if you've had a daily briefing or a briefing of any kind or anyone's ever spoken to you about anything you understand that global warming
1: but trump wh- says all the time i don't believe my briefers i don't believe in the deep sp- in the deep state
0: but but regardless like even if you don't believe the things that you're being told right you're aware that there's a difference between weather and climate
1: I I I think you're aware of it. I don't think a lot of people are.
0: I, I have a hard time believing. Uh, I I agree that a lot of people don't, because I've 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 seen conversations right. where people are saying, "Why is it cold if there's global warming?" Right. And I want to, and you want to be like, "Well, ninety percent of the planet is actually warmer than it should be, but it's not in your fucking right. neighborhood, so right. all of a sudden you don't
1: believe in it." Why is this blue couch in the green room? Right. Um. It's just a name <laughs> yeah uh, so uh but regardless of
0: that like like if you if you've gotten to the level that he is, yeah, somebody at some point has explained to you that uh like global warming isn't your neighborhood, yeah. it's the planet
1: i'm sure this was just him triggering the libs i'm sure like i, I I'm sure that trump. Trump doesn't have beliefs in any ways. Trump doesn't care. He will be dead and gone, and he's wealthy, and global warming won't affect him. So he doesn't. He doesn't I,
0: care. I'm, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it was an attempt to, to do that. I guess my my point is that like it, it is to me in some ways one of the most obvious attempts to do that. Yeah, because it's like you know the thing that you are saying is obviously bullshit. Right. You're playing to your base. You know that you're being misleading, and you're doing it anyway, right. just to like
1: just to be spiteful and 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 not. And the funny thing about it is, it's it's spite for spite's sake. It's not it's not for a W, right? Mm-hmm. That's the same thing with North Korea, right? Like he has successfully pivoted us out of a conversation where our interests are extraordinary, mm-hmm. and we had we are now not involved, and we've gotten no gain. If anything, it's gotten much worse because now North Korea has ICBMs uh, and we have no bargaining chip with them. None. We can exert very little pressure outside of our direct military influence, which would be very bad. Yeah, um, Yeah. no, it, I mean, spite for spite's sake is Donald Trump's presidency, but he doesn't care. He, he knows being wealthy and himself, he'll be fine.
0: Yeah, it's just any time... I mean, he's doing it all the time, so I don't know why I'm particularly focused on this one. But any time where you're consciously, like, manipulating public opinion against something that you know to be true, that doesn't really benefit you in any way, is just irresponsible to a level that, like, Mm -hmm. I never would have imagined a person could be. Mm -hmm. Let's move on, because that's not the only way that he's trying to kill us.
1: He's trying to get Pakistan, like, enraged at us, which is great, because they're also a nuclear power.
0: Right. Uh, and one of the few, uh, admittedly, like allies is not a strong word.
1: There, no. Palestine is I mean, like pa- uh, Pakistan is. Pakistan. Uh, uh, Pakistan was either unaware that Bin Laden was there, or a faction was hiding him. In Pakistan, uh, we're not. We don't typically violate the airspace of our friends, mm-hmm. but we definitely did it to kill bin Laden. Mm-hmm. Um, we, uh, there's, and there's a lot of strange about Pakistan, but, you know, it's probably best not to tweet threats to remove their aid, their foreign aid.
0: Right. And again, that that's to me, like, going back to the whole, um, like, we do this because we've seen the other options. Like, yeah, you need an ally in that area. Right. Even if they are a shitty ally, even if they are not the friend that you want them to be, the option of not having them sure. is worth.
1: Right. Well, I mean, the other thing is, like, we need, like, obviously we have closer relations with India, right? And it was also a nuclear power. But we need to not be seen as too preferential towards one or the other. Because there's a strong chance that that would embolden, w- one, towards maybe firing off a nuke or two. Yeah. Um. Uh. This has been my very limited understanding of foreign policy. Yeah. Um, I,
0: I also appreciate the fact that, because uh, I and I accidentally said it, like, he's also like, well, Palestine, what the hell? They're all pissed off because we, decide, cause we decided with Israel. And now, yeah. like, you know, it's like, yeah, no, no shit, asshole. Yeah.
1: Like. Like, the, I mean, the, just to dive into that real quick, and it wasn't on our schedule, but what the hell, we're at an hour anyway. The reason we never acknowledge Jerusalem as the capital of Israel is because the original borders did not include it. And when the Six Day War happened, Israel, while attacked, expanded their borders. Since World War II, Every country that is, you know, part of NATO, part of UN has said, we're not doing that. We're not, con- we're not doing conquest wars anymore. And the reason we're not doing conquest wars anymore is because it leads to conquest. mm mm-hmm. Um and that tends to go very badly it tends to lead to world war 1 tends to lead to world war 2 it tends to lead to people like alexander the great napoleon uh, the destruction of millions of people and entire countries and uh, leaders killing themselves and yeah right. you know all that stuff and if you start letting countries get away with it then
0: people go like oh it's back well, on the it's table it's back
1: on the table yeah uh there's a lot that's entangled in in our policy towards israel there's a lot of um uh very strong emotion people feel uh, towards that area of the world. But in general, bad idea to endorse conquest activities, I guess would be the way I'd put it. A friend of mine um, who recently visited the area came back and I was asking him about it and, and he said, I guess the thing I'd say about it is it seems like everybody's doing what they're doing a lot. And it feels like everybody mm. could maybe just do it a little less. Okay. I think that's a good good hope for 2018. Maybe we can all do this a little less. Just turn it down a little bit. All right Now, uh, we want to move on to... Yeah. Uh, so uh, things Trump dissolved this week. Because we got two of them. We got two of them. Uh, first one. Trump dissolved his voter fraud commission uh, right as we were about to start recording. He did it. We don't have yep. a lot to say about it as a result. Uh, there might be another shoe that drops, in which case we never get to vote again.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, basically, he he they wrote, the White House released a statement basically saying, like, look, we still think it happened. Right. We still think, like, Trump won the popular vote. But a bunch of states are not giving us the information that we can get. And rather than a prolonged legal battle where we're spending taxpayer funds, mm-hmm. we just feel like uh we'll take the issues that we feel like are there, give them to the uh to homeland or whoever, I forget which group they said like, would look into it, mm-hmm. um and we'll let them handle it rather than sure this uh this voter fraud commission. Um which I mean that's got to be a bummer for Pence, because he was supposed to be in charge of it.
1: Yeah, Chris Kobach's out of a job again.
0: Yeah, well, I don't know what these guys are going to do, um, but it's nice to see that um, there isn't a voter suppression commission going yeah. on anymore.
1: So that is nice. Um, then we come to our opposite effect, which is the second thing that um, uh, Donald John Trump uh, uh, dissolved. dissolved. Um he fired the remaining members of the Presidential Advisory Council on HIV-AIDS without any explanation, apparently uh, in a letter delivered to them via FedEx.
0: Right, and and it's important that you mention the remaining members because there were a bunch of people who had already quit because you're, cause they were basically like, oh, uh, you don't give a shit about this, do you? This is just a photo opportunity for you. Uh, it means something to us. We are going to focus on it. Yeah. Um, and some people felt as though, um, they were not, there was not a big enough impact of them being, um, on the commission because Trump was basically ignoring it. Right. So, but the rest of the people were like, no, we're going to try and like make something happen. And then they all got fired. And why did they get fired? Nobody knows. knows. There was no explanation. There was nothing. No one's answered a goddamn question about it. Just all of a sudden they decided that like HIV and AIDS is not a problem anymore, I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is, though. Uh, so this week, um, in order to have the opposite effect, we hope you'll join us in supporting the Gay Men's Health Crisis, which has been one of the oldest and um, uh, best institutions um, working in, um, uh, you know... AIDS, AIDS prevention. prevention AIDS HIV treatment services for the uh the community getting people tested um they're a very good organization uh you can find them at gmhc.org
0: yeah it it's one of those things that um it's this is a weird thing for me to say but like um hiv and aids prevention isn't as fashionable as it
1: used to be yeah
0: you know like it's not something that we talk about as much as we did because because the treatment, frankly, has gotten better.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a more manageable disease for a longer period of time. Um it kills fewer Americans every year. Still is a nightmare in a lot of Africa.
0: Yeah. It it's still it's still very much an issue and it's it's like that's where I, the reason I the only reason I bring it up is because I think that's why he felt like he could get rid of it because it wasn't like sexy. Right. You know that it wasn't something where people are like, "Oh, that's the thing that we need to have." Um, so i i i I think it was getting. I think it was giving him so much negative press because mm-hmm. the people involved in it were basically saying, "Like, hey, we this is serious, and you're not doing a goddamn thing about it." So he's just like, "You know what? Fuck the whole thing." Right. Um, and that I mean that's pure speculation, but that seems like a very petty reason. I to can also see.
1: I can also see him making like a rash, furious decision after it came out in the press that he'd said that uh, all Haitians have AIDS. Yeah, that wasn't great. That was that was a suboptimal thing to say. Yes. Um, he said right. it, though. He did. He did. That's the president. Um, well, on that uh, charming note, um, welcome to 2018, guys. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure we'll have some surprises <laughs> for all of us. I don't know. I think that was it.
0: I think yeah. it was just, I think we focused all the crazy in the first three days. And we got it done. Yeah, the
1: rest of the time is just going to be Unicorns and Rainbows. All right. Well, uh, looking forward to our Unicorn and Rainbow podcast <laughs> for the rest of 2018. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.